Today's episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio is brought to you by Gamers Inn, your one-stop location for all your gaming needs. Located in Lehigh City, Utah, their fun and friendly staff will be more than happy to answer any of your gaming needs. Just remember, Gamers Inn, it's where adventures begin. Broadcasting live from the DCR studio. Oh, yeah! The Geek Revolution starts here. Excellent! Get ready for the number one hit geek radio show out there. Well, it is impressive, isn't it? Because it's time for Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Welcome to Dungeon Cars Radio. Uh, tonight we have special guest Dan Farr from Salt Lake Comic Con. The man, the myth, the legend. Yes. <laughs> to talk about uh, Salt Lake Comic Con Fan X, which is March 24th through the 26th, yes. and, and the, all the amazingness that's going to be It's coming up. up. Yes. Yeah. we got to get that Deadpool right. uh, done. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no. Oh, we're going we're to see like a million Deadpools this year, uh, I guarantee I, uh, it. I'm working on my Mandalorian costume. That's, that's good enough. Yeah, it's... It's definitely going to be, there'll be a lot of Deadpools, which I think is fun. I love it. I love Deadpool. Yeah. It's always fun watching the Deadpools photobomb the other Deadpools. <laughs> so. Dan, if you had to choose one cosplay to come to FanX where people didn't know it was you, you're under a mask, what would it be? What represents the Dan Farr? Okay, that's a, that's a good one. So if I could, you're saying that I could actually be incognito, because a lot of the costumes obviously... People are going to know who I am. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah. So let's see. Who can, I got Iron Man. How's that? I'd like the Iron Man. Yes. That answers our question right away. We're going to ask you if you <laughs> no, were no, Team no. Iron Man or Team Captain America. No, no, That doesn't answer it. <laughs> it doesn't answer it. That's just a cooler costume. Yes. <laughs> it, it is. I, I mean, because I, I love Captain America. Obviously, uh, we, you know, we, we're big fans of Captain America around here. So Yes. So, so that is our next question. In the upcoming film Civil War, whose side do you choose, Captain America or Iron Man? Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) When people ask me, they say, who's your favorite? You know, if you could be any superhero, I I usually will say Iron Man because of, it's, it's almost like it's achievable. It's, it's a technological achievement. It's not something you have to rely on, uh, a natural change or, Something where, um, but I, I say I, I, I kind of like, I, I feel Captain America is, I, I feel like he's going to be in the, on the right side because, because we had him at Comic Con and, and so I think, I think that's <laughs> definitely part of it. You know, we had. Just in uh, case Chris <laughs> Evans is listening. Okay. <laughs> no, because we had Chris there. We, we had Anthony Mackie. We had, uh, Sebastian Stan. And, mm. and so it seems like we kind of had, Team Captain America, so I, I would it would you know until we get Robert Downey Jr. I, I think I have to I have to go with that. So. There it is, you lose. Hey, hey, you know what though? He could read this and be like, "Screw that, I'm going in." <laughs> Might have just wrecked it. You're right. 
<laughs> that would be funny if he if he showed up. Well, that's too bad. Yeah. We had something for a minute there, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're like split. Even there, there's four of us, and two of them are team. Iron Man and the other two of us are Team Captain. Yeah, America, I, well, so. and, and anywhere anywhere Bucky is, I'll be. So, if you know anything about my personality, I, I'm a very neutral person. I'm a I'm a white that way, and it's it's so hard for me to pick a side. And so I I just pick the side because of uh, of you know our guests that we had here. But the reality is is I it I, I personally I don't like the premise of both those, you know, the movies coming out where the the, the superheroes are fighting amongst themselves. That's First, exactly what I said. It's, I have a hard time with that. Yeah, we've got Captain America and Iron Man going against each other, and then Superman yeah, and Batman. So. It doesn't feel right. It feels like it's kind of an emotional. When I was watching the trailer for Civil War, it was kind of like it hurt a little bit. Like, I didn't yeah. like it. It made me uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean, they're all friends, and, and to have that strife with them, I, I know it makes for a good plot line, but personally, I, I would rather see them all working together against, you know, the, an evil force rather than each other. And I and I assume in both movies they will, everybody gets together and works together for the for the right cause. And you know that that's probably the plot line. But uh, I don't know. It, it just I, I would rather not see them have that internal friction. I think it's safer to say that Dan is Team Deadpool. I doubt that. <laughs> Strike that from record. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so FanX. I mean, it's Comic Con itself in in Utah has kind of exploded from yeah. kind of exploded. I know. <laughs> okay, fine. Sanity. It's been a nuclear bomb dropped on the, the quiet town of Salt Lake, and it went from a small idea to insanity. So, I mean, what is it like having this idea and this dream that you've had? That's now this huge cultural thing. It seems like here now in Salt Lake. Well, as I attended some of the other conventions in other cities, um, I, I could sense that there is this amazing creative energy there. And so I, I always believed that there was, you know, big potential. I didn't think it would happen as quickly as it did. So that, that's been the thing that's been the surprise for me is to see how quickly it's grown here. Um, but I, I did believe that if, well, first of all, the, the, the comic conventions that I went to, they had, you know, they had good attendance, but what I realized that they were only appealing to the very niche crowd. And mm-hmm. so, hey, um, one thing that I know this is kind of breaking a little bit of the question, but I've noticed that my light's flickering on and off. Is that happening on your end? Yeah, it looks like it's flickering a little bit, but that's okay. Okay, I just don't want to, I can maybe move a little closer in case it's just, it's a, uh, Aperture thing or something. So, no yeah. But, um, so in seeing the excitement, the power of those events in other cities, I realized that if we brought it here, first of all, if, you know, I'm, you know, being a Utah, I know how excited we get about our pop culture. So I, I knew that was here to some extent. Um, but what I felt though is if these events were marketed properly, they would reach such a big uh, audience of people that, that you know, that so many people would want to be there if they just knew what those events were. Because I, I kind of put myself in the category of, you know, before I had gone to those events as a vendor, I had no idea what they were about. And when I went to them and got really pulled into the energy of the event, I, did, I realized that they had, you know, that if we 
he did this here in Utah that if, if people realized what was going on, you know, we could turn, you know, we, we would have to turn people away. And that, that's basically what's happened. That's exactly what happened. Did you, in the process of creating Comic-Con, like I know right after Comic-Con dropped, all of the statistics started flooding in of, you know, how many nerdy people there are, you know, immersed in the culture here in Utah. Did you see any statistic like that beforehand and go, we got to do it? What we had heard is we had, it was more anecdotally, we had heard that Jordan Commons, when they've come out with some of the big movies, the Harry Potter, the, you know, any of the uh, Spider-Man, that type of thing, that several of those movies, they they ended up having the top attendance or within the top 10 attendance in the, in the U.S. And wow. so that, that was actually an anecdote that we would use with a lot of um, people as we're trying to bring people into the event. So we talked to vendors and the celebrities. We said, well, you know, we just know that there's that energy here because of what's happened in these at these movie theaters. And so that was... That's probably to the uh, to the extent of the research that we had to, to back us up. And once again, it wasn't anything hard. It was just talking to the people at Jordan Commons and hearing things like that. That's awesome. That is. So I know that you are a very accomplished businessman. There, it takes nothing less to organize something this massive and create such a, a foundation for, for you know cultural events here in Utah. Yeah. But was there anything... You know, deep in the mind of D, uh, of Dan Farr, that was like, okay, I've got some nerdy in me, and this is something that I do want to do. If so, like, what franchise would you connect yourself with? Because we have like Star Wars and Marvel and stuff over here. But what, what, uh, yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. What, what uh, uh, resonates with you or resonates with you? I, well, I, I love the Avengers, but it's it really I I have enjoyed every single. Uh, superhero movies I've seen, you know, the, I'd say in the last five years, I, I've loved all of them. And I, I know people like, well, this one that wasn't done well, or this one, you know, but I try to see all of them. I, I love them. I, I love Harry Potter. I love Star Wars. Um, but I would not put myself in the category of a super fan. And, and, um, in the sense that, you know, you, you, you're not going to find me knowing trivia on any of the properties. You know? Right, right. <laughs> Uh, and the, the t-shirts I, that I wear for the different, uh, franchises is, are ones that my wife has bought for me. So she, she was the super nerd in the family and, and she was the one that, um, she'd be buying posters and, and toy props and things. And, and we actually have a, our, our, one of our rooms in our house has a lot of collectibles that she's picked up and, and, uh, it's that type of thing that, I didn't really understand for the longest time. Like, why do we want to buy that? I don't get that. You know, it's not like we spent a lot. We were talking like a ten dollar toy or something yeah. like that. It wasn't a lot of money, but it was just something that I I didn't really relate to it. So what happened to me is, that as I attended the events, I became a fan of the event, and that's where I I I kind of I say geek out or or get really excited about it. Is I love being a part of putting together something that entertains other people. And if you look at my background. Um, but the 3D software business before this is I, what I realized what, what pulled me into that was the process of creating something, taking it to market and seeing the response from the customers and seeing them right on. use the product we put out there and, and 
derive happiness and joy from it. And because our, our, our 3D products, 80% of our customers were all hobbyists. And so they were, they were just creating stuff that's just fun and exciting that they like to do. They didn't have a client on the other end of it. They just would create cool images and some animation. And so that was something that it, it created a, a, a nice reinforcement cycle for me. And then the other thing that was really interesting that, that I loved is about, once again, I got to give my wife credit for this is I guess it was nine years ago. We started decorating at my house for Halloween and I had, I, uh, went, we just put up together like a real tiny uh, spook alley and I had my brother come over and he had dressed up in a camo suit and we were just scaring people and, and we just had the best time doing it. And so every year from then on, it, it was like going extreme and I, I would go and I, I attend some of the Halloween shows and pick up Halloween props and masks and everything. And, and I, I found myself just so consumed with that. And what I realized is it, it's the love of entertainment. And, and so I'm not a performer in any way. It's, it's never been anything that I, I could say, you know, I did school plays or I, I was always shied away from that. So I'm not uh, somebody that brings that um, to the table. So for me, my ability to do this is through other people. And bringing that together and, and get, you know, just gathering the power of their talents and bringing it to make an event. And, and, you know, you mentioned before about uh, being a businessman, this, the, the secret of success there is surrounding myself with people that have more talent than I have. And, you know, my business partner, Brian Brandenburg is, he's just, he's a marketing genius. He's, he's somebody that, he never sleeps. <laughs> yeah. When it comes time to to figure out how to how to get something done, and he just continues to hammer away at things, and he, he never rests. He always is. You can tell by how active our social media is. That's that's indicative of his personality. That's absolutely incredible. It's a, it's so funny because a lot of people don't understand that, and that can be the difference between success and failure is having that realization that there are other people that have talents that you don't have and being able to pull those people and rally them together, which you have done an amazing job doing. Um, yeah, he's a master puppeteer. Yeah, he's pulling he all the right <laughs> strings to give us a good show. Yes. <laughs> he's the wizard behind the curtain. <laughs> but um, I have to ask your wife being the nerd of the family, how, what was her reaction when you came to her and you said, all right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to put together a comic con. She was supportive. She, she had attended, uh, some of the Wizard World events with me before, mm-hmm. and, and uh, she'd fangirl over like Norman Reedus, for example. She <laughs> see him and and some of the other, these other people that she she enjoyed. And so when I said I wanted to do it, she she was always she's always been supportive in my business endeavors and understands that you know I'm not somebody that wants to walk down the uh, you know your average path. I want to try to do something different and kind of have crazy ideas and and uh so she she kind of knew i think also she knew that she wasn't going to talk me out of it (laughs) she's she's been because she really likes this stuff she loves this stuff and i think it was an easy sell for her and then the timing of it was my transition away from my last business so it was it was actually just perfect that way to transition into what what we've done here 
Well, speaking of timing, it absolutely was like the perfect timing because it was right in the beginning of the total superhero breakout. Yes. And so it couldn't have been better timing. People were super excited about it. And, I mean, you went from a point of, all right, come on, guys, you got to get in here. Let's fill up the convention center to, sorry, we're we – we're like done. We're sold room. out. <laughs> the, very, the very first one. Yeah, so. it's absolutely incredible, and it's it's really brought so much more interest to our state. And I have to say, you are probably one of the main reasons that Utah was labeled the nerdiest state. Bravo, my friend. Yeah. Bravo. You gave us that title. Well, it, it, it's a well-earned title by the fans. It, um, I, I continuously hear from the celebrities and the vendors and the people that are involved coming in from out of states, out of, out, out of the state, they all sing gigantic praises for the fans here, for the people here. And you know, part of it, obviously a, a portion of that is the people buy an autograph they buy a photo op. And, and if they, these celebrities, when they leave the show, they're leaving with the type of money that they would hope to see that helps. Um, but it goes well beyond that because they, I, I think the politeness, the, you know, the excitement and almost like the, um, the fans here are, are fresh. You know, there's, you know, they're not jaded. And, and that's actually, I, I'm actually kind of repeating something that, that Edward James almost had said mm-hmm. when he had come to our event. He, he just, he just kept saying it goes i can't explain it but there's just this freshness here and then use the words that you know the fans don't seem so jaded and i think that was one of the things that was fun in bringing it here is it was so new and fresh to this market and i I think they that has set the stage that that the fans here in utah still continue to keep that attitude you know even though this is going on our sixth event they're still keeping they're treating it as if it's a, a brand new event and that's that's what makes it easy for us to, to book the celebrities that we have coming. So It's funny you bring up Almost because he was actually the person I was going to say. I had the pleasure of meeting him, and he is someone who's very been very important in my life. And I got to talk to him, and he was – it was amazing. Like, he is such a nice and genuine guy. And I have to say that all the celebrities that I have met there – are just very gracious and they're in good moods. Yeah, they're in great yeah. moods, and I get to tell these people how much they've meant to me, and they are seem very generally um, grateful to hear. Yeah, interested yeah. and grateful to hear my story, and it's it's just such a cool experience because you, when you say fresh, when you're having a comic con in California and you're able to walk down the street and see a celebrity and all the you know you have all these red carpet events and all these things, even yeah. though. We do have Park City. In Utah, you don't get that opportunity. And I think that the fans here are so incredibly grateful now that there is a venue for that to see these people that they would have never in a million years gotten to meet. Or these families that have all of these children that can't afford to go to California, can't afford to go to these big events in Hollywood that now have an opportunity or to go to Comic-Con in California. They they have this opportunity now to take their entire family 
to something that they could never have imagined doing before. And it's absolutely such an incredible thing, and, and we're truly grateful for it. Well, that being yeah. said, too, like I've been to a ton of conventions all over the country, and I kind of see the same patches everywhere I go, especially with the celebrities that they bring in. They're just kind of running through the lines. They're kind of just getting through the motions of it. Right. Yeah. And Salt Lake Comic Con is very special and unique because when I have those interactions with, let's say, the celebrities or even the vendors and stuff like mm-hmm. that, there's this cheerfulness, like kindness and mm-hmm. aura just over the entire convention floor. And it starts from the top and ends at the bottom. And it yeah. is, it's so, like he said, refreshing yeah. to have that atmosphere every single year because I see it dwindle in other places. Here it is a constant. Well, I mean, one th- cool thing that at least stands out in my mind, I mean, like uh, when Henry Winkler was here, I mean, yeah. he personally went, th- every now and then he would stop and go down and shake everyone's hand in line and say, thank you for waiting. Thank you for being so patient. And he was just humble and, and so nice. And then Manu Bennett, the same way. Very nice gentleman. You know, uh, anytime someone is in his line, he's like, oh, yeah, let's do that. And, in, you know, he would hold the, the camera out and take the picture and he'd, you know, hug and shake everyone's hand. It was just awesome. And, it, and that seems to kind of be the same theme that goes on with a lot of the celebrities that you guys pull in. And it's just amazing to see that because, mm-hmm. you, you know, Jared's right. When you go to other cons, it's just kind of like, yeah, they're just kind of going through the motions, signing, pushing through, and stuff like that. So it's really cool to see so that here. That, that being said, yeah. tell us some of your fun and interesting experiences in working with these celebrities to come down. Well, yeah, that's you know, I, I kind of think of the the first time, just uh, you know, three years ago, trying to get guests for the, the first event, and I had gone around and I had met Lou Frigno, got to talk to him quite a bit, and Kevin Sorbo, and uh, some of those guys and had them sold on, on the idea of coming to the event here. And then I, I had gone to a show in Philadelphia leading up to it. And one of the people I wanted to meet there, as you met, mentioned at the show, or the Manu Bennett, that you just mentioned him a second ago. And I was sitting in the hotel lobby and I was talking to some of the, the managers and some, some other uh, talent. And he came Manu walks over and he makes eye contact with me, sticks out his hand, says, hello, how you doing? And just looked me right in the eye, talked to me, started asking questions, who I was, where, you know, he engaged me in a way that I thought, wow, I want this guy. Because, you know, I, I was watching Arrow and I, I had seen Spartacus and so I, I knew who he was and I, he was one of the people I wanted just to see how he interacted with people. And then when I watched him the, the next day at the convention, I was like, well, we need to get this guy in Salt Lake. And so he was, because of that type of interaction, I knew we needed to get him here. And, you know, I had met Henry Winkler before. I knew that he's one that we wanted to have. And um, Adam West and, you know, Shatner. You know, I knew that Shatner maybe isn't as friendly, but he's still good. You know, he still is yeah. one. It, well, let's just say he's, he's maybe a little more careful with people, a little more distant. So that, that might be the difference. But, uh, he, he, I had an opportunity to go back with Shatner after our convention. I had, I went to the New York Comic Con and I had dinner with Shatner two nights, just he, he and I and a uh, manager. And I got such a huge respect for him during that time. I got to see him, you know, maybe a little bit behind the, behind the curtain. Yeah, behind the curtain, exactly. And just, he, he's actually really deep. You know, he, he wants to know, he, he's trying to figure, this whole existence of ours out, and he, he apparently when he met with our governor, he he's, he had a big 
philosophical discussion about what happens after we die. You know, what's what's next? And apparently um, that was something that was it was actually a big question in the uh, Adam West and William Shatner panel. Um, he he would really pin down Adam West to tell him what's next, what happens when we die. And, uh, you know, the, and Adam finally answered, he said, we, we go to the big Comic-Con in the sky. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, That's incredible. No, that is. Now, you guys have a pretty fantastic lineup for Fan X. You've gotten some pretty amazing talent. Um, is, is there... Do you want to kind of throw some of those out? Yeah. Um, well, we've we've got some strong Doctor Who. We got Sylvester McCoy and um, Peter Davidson coming, and uh, let's see, we've got Alan Tudyk. We've got um, let's see, I'm go to I'm trying to think of the the big Jason Isaacs from uh, from Harry Potter. Then, of course, we've got Norman Reedus and Chandler Riggs from Walking Dead, and we just barely announced Deny. The thing that's kind of been fun is some of these names that are coming up because of proximity and convenience, like Deny, we had kind of filled up a few of our doctors, I mean, our um, Walking Dead guests, and but it just turned out Deny wanted to come because she was finishing what she was doing in New York and was heading back to L.A., and so it's like, okay, do you want to stop over for a day and, and say hello to the fans? And so we, we had, had that opportunity, and there may be few other things like that um, that will come up. And uh, let's see, I'm just kind of thinking of a couple others that would be, well, of course, Matt Smith. I don't think I mentioned him. I mentioned the other doctors. Yeah. Um, Kate Beckinsdale. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's really fun. And she, it, it, it's been interesting to see from, for me with her is how many people are, um, you know, like like the women that are really excited about meeting her. Usually, when you bring in a guy, you got the women that are excited, and you bring in a, a woman, the men are excited. You know, there's there's with her, it seems to be that she has the probably the most fifty fifty of of gender. You know, uh, because people, you know, girls want to be her. You know, it's like they they look at a character like I want to be her, be like her, because she has this power and the strength and you know of course some people think she's attractive and I think that plays into you it too say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I agree with you I want to meet her because I think she's just she's always such a very strong woman in all of her characters and I mean who Look, she I, showed I, if, the second I saw Underworld yes. I was like I want to be her she's well, like two feet shorter than me but I don't yeah. care I want to be her <laughs> before, before that we saw her in Pearl Harbor and then she came out yeah. in, in Underworld and then she's been in a few yeah but Underworld you know, was really she was in, in a, what Serendipity with John Cusack and then and Helsing yeah Van, Van Helsing, Helsing which was a great character a new Total Recall yeah she was totally oh my gosh yeah so she's she's been a, uh, kind of various different roles and we also have George Takai coming in which is yeah. awesome Yep. And then you got LeVar Burton. So for those of you that grew up and watched Reading Rainbow, I mean, oh, yeah. that's what I'm excited about. <laughs> okay. I have to ask this okay. because I just – what prompted the, the amount ins- of boy band guests this year? <laughs> well, it's Dead 7. It's it's the show Dead 7 that uh, Nick Carter wrote, directed, produced, starred in. Um, so it's, it's a – Zombie boy band western. Oh, yes. nice! <laughs> that, that's what that's about. That's and, so cool. Like, Can you repeat yeah. the title again for us? 
Well, it, it's Dead Seven is the title. I just Dead the tagline is it, it's a zombie. All all let's see, all zo- no, let's see, all boy band zombie western. I think that's what they kind of has their their official tagline. Yeah, all I'm boy- actually wanting to see that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I had no idea. You heard it here, guys. Just go out and find Dead so Seven. Where do we man. find it? It's not out yet, so that's why they're here promoting it because oh, nice. it'll be coming out a week or so after the con. That's oh, so man. cool. I'll be on <laughs> we need yeah. to track these guys down and talk to them about this. Yeah, this no is kidding. Awesome. That's hilarious. That's yeah. Geni- that's genius. That is genius. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully hopefully it'll be fun to watch. I, I'm sure it's probably, it's made by the same or pr- produced by the same company that does Sharknado. Oh, <laughs> oh perfect. man. Perfect. perfect. Yeah, it's going to have that. Z Nation. So they, they do Z Nation as well. I actually okay. I really like Z Nation. I've so, seen a couple of it. It's pretty so, funny. So it's going to be a little bit of seriousness with a little with a with lot a of humor. A lot of goofy. I yeah, like that. that's awesome. <laughs> well, you know we have the Z Nation cast coming out to do a panel. Did yes. you? We wear that. I, I wasn't aware of that. No, that's, I wasn't either. Well, Jessica's yeah. gone. She's going to be sitting there salivating. <laughs> yeah. <Bye guys>. <laughs> <laughs> so do you ever get a call where it, which you're like surprised, like maybe somebody out there in Hollywood that's already coming over to the con, you know, talk to somebody else, like, yeah, I'm going down to this Salt Lake Comic Con. It's always a lot of fun. What do you think? You want to come along? And then all of a sudden you get a call, like, yeah, now we got an A-lister coming in here. Like, tell us if there's been anything kind of like that in the past. Well, we have. I mean, that's. Um we, well, I mean, let, let's just, I don't know if we, I, I don't, I kind of shy away from saying A-list, B-list, whatever, you know, but we do get a lot of uh, people that will contact us. In fact, I did have uh, somebody reach out to me about a, an actor that, uh, the guy's an artist and was hanging out with an actor from, um, well, I'll say American Werewolf in London, and they got a text on my phone today from the actor, and you know, we'd like to bring him out sometime. I think that would be fun. And, uh, but I, I just had an agent before, right before I got on, on this with you, um, from one of the really big agencies that wants to get in another person that's on the Dead Seven cast because he saw the cast, you know, what we have going on. He's like, well, hey, I'd like to get this person in. So it's something we'll look at and see. And, um, there's a, a movie being filmed in town. Uh, right now that has one of the actors that we, you know, we kind of started that discussion, but it's, uh, hopefully there'll be an opportunity to have one of the actors that's already filming a town come. We did pick up some people at Sundance in the past, uh, when, when we had our event overlapping Sundance. So, um, we, we definitely try to team that up. And, and obviously with, like I mentioned before, deny. We had kind of made a decision that we we were we weren't going to have her for this event, but then when it turned out with her schedule that she was going to be flying overhead <laughs> during her event, that we we'd have her come in. And of course, people, the fans are nuts about that, you know, because yeah. Walking Dead's so big. And and she is such a cool person. We we had an opportunity to meet her at I think a Walker Stalker convention in Atlanta, and uh, just loved her. Really nice, sweet woman. Definitely see how you could get a couple people from one show and then it kind of snowballs and then you end up getting more cast members. Yes. And so that's, yeah, that's pretty cool. But the, and the thing is the reputation here is so strong. I mean, people know that the, the fans are great here and, and that makes my job very easy to book people. 
Yeah, you hear that, fans? Keep it up, because yeah. the nicer you are, the more people will come. Yep. Now, now, with the amount of growth that you guys keep having at each event, I mean, is there going to be a point where maybe the Salt Palace is not big enough and you kind of expand, like, maybe a Gen Con or some of the other conventions do where they have the panels at the surrounding hotels and stuff like that? Well, we have the, you know, the, uh, I guess it's the Vivint Smart Home Arena now is what they call it. Okay. <laughs> Every name to, to that's something that I, I think if we ever get to a point where we need to, can, I, you can imagine like the big panels there. Yeah, that's yeah. fantastic. So I, I I do think there's plenty of room. We still have some room at the Salt Palace. At FedEx, we're not going to have as many people as we did in September. Um, it just we we kind of plan that way, so it's a little bit smaller. Um, it, although our lineup is every bit as strong. I mean yeah. that's kind of crazy. Is we it, it's it's too hard to kind of say, well, let's dial it back a little bit. We just, we get so many opportunities in front of us that it's, it's hard to say, oh, well, yeah, let's, let's not take that person. So awesome. So as we wrap up here, let's ask one more question here. So at the end of the day, we're, let's say we're done with Fanex, we're done with Comic Con, and you guys are, you know, popping open the, the, uh, uh, celebratory champagne. Yeah, celebratory <laughs> champagne, all this kind of stuff. I mean, how immediate does the work into the next, comic-con come into play do you guys have time to celebrate or is it just like let's get back to the grind there is um you know there's a lot of final show cleanup stuff accounting and everything so that kind of move right into that mode uh right after the show and then there's there's really never a break on the on the social media marketing that that just just continues and and after our last event the Sunday after we had the Sunday morning paper had this gigantic picture, you know, Brian uh, set that up as a thank you to our fans of Chris Evans and Brian and I uh, on the stage at the event and with, with all the fans in the background. And, you know, that's in a sense, that's kind of starting working towards the next event. I mean, even though it is, it's our way, you know, we say thank you, but it's still, it's, you know, we're keeping that dialogue going. You know, we don't just go silent and say, okay, hey guys, you know, we're not going to talk to anyone. Uh, and plus the guest booking starts right away. And so, yeah, it's, it, it, there's sometimes just a little bit of a lull where we can maybe take a vacation and sleep if it works into the schedule, but it pretty much just, just goes year round. It's, it's a nonstop business. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's insane. We appreciate you, Dan. You have done our our state a huge service. Yes. And now every single year, there's the, there's that date in your calendar already. Like, okay, let's get excited and get ready for Comic Con, and yeah. that's become just a very like household thing for us. So we have we a Comic Con fund, so we can go buy oh. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, not only that. I mean, cosplayers they're showing up more often. Their yeah. their costumes are getting more and more mm, elaborate. Incredible, yeah. yeah I mean, they're literally people starting on their yeah. next costume the day after Comic Con. Well, and, and yeah. Comic Con's giving them that platform and everything. So it's just it's a fantastic uh, ride. It's a fantastic event. It's f- definitely fam- family friendly. You know, you can bring your kids to it. Kids and, love it. Yeah. They, they look forward to it my every kids, single year. The KidCon is brilliant. Year. The KidCon yeah. section is brilliant. My kids enjoy it as well. So it's just, you know, thanks. Yeah, yeah keep honestly. doing what you're doing, man. You guys are just doing some killer work. Killer work. So uh, everyone out there that is planning to go to Comic-Con or thinking about it, you should. And FanX. Uh, and FanX, definitely. Um, you know, you get two shots a year. So if you can't make one, you can make the other one. 
Nah, we're just going to go to both every year. Yeah. Yeah. Thank thank you guys for what you do to help keep the excitement in this community. I mean, that's, it's, it's you and people like you that have built up this energy and this power. And and so thank you for, for your support to, to help it become what it is. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. You are holding the torch and we are following along. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll continue shouting out praises and letting everyone know. Yeah, I mean, it's, I you know, it, it's really nice to have something in our backyard. Really, yeah, it is. It Instead is. of having to travel somewhere else to, to, a place that you might not even get into. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's fun. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, well, no you no problem. It. Thanks okay. again. Have a good Thanks. one. Okay. Take we'll care. See. All right. With that said, we are out of here. Catch you later. Deadpool. Team Iron Man. Later, geeks. Later, geeks. Hey, Dendro Crawlers. It's Daniel here, and I have an amazing opportunity for you. We've recently teamed up with Battle Bards, and because of that, you can now level up your games. That's right. If you are into role-playing, uh, whether at D&D, uh, Pathfinder, or any type of fantasy setting, this is a great opportunity. Now, Battle Bards, what they do is they provide sound effects and soundtracks that you can customize for your game that's right you can customize it for your game so if you're running down a a creepy dark hallway in the underdark and then you wander into a conclave of drow uh you know that are torturing and killing people every delicious moment is right there for you so all you need to do is go to battlebards.com click in one of these three codes either dcr1 or dcr2 or dcr3 and get some really cool bonus content for your purchases so check it out throw in those codes and then level up your game until next time we'll see ya i'm glad you're here to tell us these things